أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على رسول كريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين These are the last points from the 17th letter um, the letter that is was written by Ustad Bediouz Zaman uh, as a condolence letter um, on the death of a child and invites us all to be caretakers of the souls like the Prophet wasallam, peace be upon him to take care of each other in moments of pain and in moments of joy one of the things that I found so beautiful in the Quran is that Allah always says that he is the one who makes you cry, and he is the one who makes you laugh or smile. He is the one who is there in sadness, and he is the one who is present in moments of pleasure and happiness and joy. So the Quran affirms that all, all feelings need to be honored. You can honor your sadness, you can honor your grief, you can honor your pain, but you're not consumed by it. That's different. You're not consumed by your pain. You're not consumed by your grief. You're not obsessed uh, with your sadness and you're not um, dwelling in excessive sadness. And so in this condolence letter, I think what's going on here is really trying to um, to go deep and invite the believer to remember what this world is about, why we are here, and how to view, how to approach moments of hardship, especially when we are faced with um, the death of, of a child. So on this fourth point, it says, if the world had been eternal, and man was to have remained in it eternally, and separation had been unending, grievous sorrow and despairing woe would have had some meaning. But since this world is a guest house, wherever the dead child has gone, you and we too shall go there. Moreover, he is not the only one to die. It is a general highway. And since separation is not forever, you will meet with him in the future, both in the intermediate realm and in the hereafter. One should say, the command is God's. Al-hukmu lillah. The command or the judgment belongs to Allah. He gave him and he took him away. And all praise be to God for all circumstances and offer thanks and patience. So what's the attitude that a believer should cultivate Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. I am grateful to Allah for all circumstances Ya Allah your light and your fire both are welcome into my life I am content with your decree I am content with your command I am content with your judgment then that light and that fire that sadness and that joy, that tear and that laughter, 
are all caused by you. And that's why they are all welcome. That's why I offer thanks constantly because whatever you send my way, whatever you give to me or whatever you withhold from me is welcome. Whatever you give and whatever you withhold is done in the name of your uh, of your quality as being the all-loving, the all-compassionate, the all-wise, the all-generous creator. Those qualities of Allah do not disappear when we are in moments of sadness or in moments of joy. Islam is not a religion that promotes solar spirituality. Islam is not a religion that says only in richness, in wealth, and lauter, and pleasure, and sunlight you will grow. Quite the opposite, Allah says, in sadness, I have caused the sadness, I have caused the tear, I have caused your heartbreak for a higher wisdom, for a higher purpose, so you can grow into the best version of yourself. You can be the best human being. You can reach your full potential. And so Islam invites the believer to embrace the light and the darkness, to account for pain and for pleasure to honor the sadness and the tears and honor the laughter and the joy and happiness. So it is a tradition that walks the middle way, the middle way that honors all experiences. And, and that is what is so beautiful, that it, it leaves room for all human emotions, for all human experiences. When Allah says in the Quran, I have caused you to cry and I have caused you to smile. I am the one who's present in sadness. I am the one who's present in moments of happiness. That means that Allah is always present. Allah does not abandon us and Allah is not disappointed in us or Allah does not neglect us when we shed a tear or we feel sad. Quite the opposite. It is often in moments of adversity, in moments of hardship, in moments of the toughest trials that we grow and, and find closeness to Allah, that we gain greater proximity to Allah. And even in, in the cold winter season, even in the darkness of the soil, even in the cold winter weather, there's still growth happening in the dark earth, in the cold earth, even if it's not visible to us. So it's important to affirm that Allah is present in the light and in the fire, that the light and the fire are both welcome into our lives because they are sent by an all-loving, all-compassionate, all-wise, all-generous, all-gentle, creator. My sadness and my joys are both sent by him for a higher purpose, for making me a better human being, for heightening my awareness, 
for clearing my vision, for awakening my heart, for making more grateful, for making me grow, for elevating me, for purifying me. There are so many endless reasons why we go through these ups and downs. And so we affirm that we are not also, we are in love with the Creator. We affirm a belief in a Creator who is present in, in both aspects of our lives. And that is something deeply comforting. It's not it's not a God who's who's uh only pleased with the rich people or the healthy people or the joyous people. It's a creator who is also pleased when I'm sad, when I cry, when I feel vulnerable, when I'm poor, when I'm weak, when I'm needy, when I'm helpless. So it's allowing ourselves to uh, experience that existential weakness that utter dependency on God and our utter helplessness. In this fourth point, it reiterates the Quranic concept that this world is only a guest house. This world is a testing ground, a place of growth, a place of moral growth, a place of spiritual growth, a place of intellectual growth. The moment we enter this world, we seek knowledge. We try to learn, we try to grow, we try to acquire new skills. And we also see that this world is not eternal. This world had a beginning and she will, this world also has an end. This world has, is not eternal. And we are not meant to be staying here eternally. And separation is not forever. And that's why it's uh, to to dwell in excessive sadness, to dwell in exaggerated or um, excessive grief has no meaning. Yes, to reiterate, we can be sad, we can cry. Everybody has those moments, and these are all honored but we are not consumed by them, by those feelings. Because we know ultimately we will also follow to where the dead child has gone. Alhamdulillah. And that that gives us solace. What do we as Muslims say when we receive the news of someone who has departed from this world? We say, Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi rajiun. To God do we belong and to him is our return. Indeed, to God do we belong. We, we belong to God, all of us, as a community, as a one human family. This is a universal path. It's not just my own journey. It's a universal journey. It's a general highway. I'm not the only one to die. My child is not the only one to die. They are only ahead of me. And there is comfort in knowing that this is a way that we will all walk together. We all belong to God. He is our departure point and he is our return. To him we will return. He is our final destination. He who is the absolute source of beauty, perfection, 
He who is the absolute source of goodness, he is the origin of beauty. To him is our return. He is light, he is hope, he is healing, he is reunion, he is joy. That's where we will return. And it is through sadness and pain and tears and grief that we are pushed forward, that we are yearning to that place where we are meant to be to return. This longing, this yearning, the sorrow and the pain that makes us truly whole and authentic. Because it shows us we cannot be fully, absolutely happy here. Something is always missing. Something is always missing. Now maybe this person is missing, your daughter or your son. But ultimately, your yearning is for Allah, for that place where you will feel ultimate peace, ultimate joy, ultimate love. Because here in this world, everything is transient and transitory. And there's comfort in it because you're not stuck in that sadness. You're not stuck in that pain. You're not, you don't have to dwell in that forever. It's only temporary. And separation is not forever. We will meet our loved ones in the future, and we will meet them already in the intermediate realm, as the Quran tells us in the Alam al Barzakh, and in this in between world, and we will meet them in the hereafter. So that sums up our theology that the light and the fire are there for a reason. They shape us into better human beings. They make us evolve. They make us grow. The Quran tells us that we were created by Allah um, through clay. Allah shaped the human being with his own two hands, says the Quran. And this is not taken literally, of course, but well, what are hands? What are the two hands? What do they symbolize? Hands are Vessels of creativity, intimacy, closeness. Allah has created the human being with his own two hands, says the Quran. That's a verse from the Quran. So basically, we are so valuable for Allah. And he created us to a piece of clay. But in order to be molded and shaped, this clay has to go through fire. Without that process, you are not evolving into the person you're meant to be. So you are shaped, you're formed. You experience pressure and hardship. You experience fire. And then you are put into the, into the air, into the light to dry. And then you take that in. And then in the clay, there's water and soil. So all the elements of the universe than you. Do not look further, says one poem. The whole cosmos is contained in you. The universe and all the elements of the universe are within us. So there's a deep kingship with the earth, a deep connection, a deep relationship. And so we thank Allah for all the circumstances because they are sent to us by Allah in a very personalized, unique way. 
to shape us and mold us and form us and transform us into better human beings. And so there's beauty in acknowledging that the light and the fire both are welcome into my life, O Lord, my Lord, because they are both from you. They are both from you. Whatever you give me, whatever you withhold, I am content with your judgment. I am content with your wisdom and your decree. Alhamdulillah, all praise be to Allah for all circumstances. And to try to cultivate an attitude of patience. Subhanaka la imma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka anta al-alimul hakeem. Akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you.